everyone, welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and Sharon Carpenter. Hi guys, find out what made Georgie say this. If a guy says to me, look, I'm a, I'm gonna hook up with this girl just so you know, heads up, I'd be like, see you. And what made Sharon say this? Even working in the field that I truly love, there was one network I worked for and I was miserable. And every time I come to the UK, it's always out of season, right? So they never have them. And I, I literally dragged a friend of mine all over London to all the sports shops to try to find this top. Couldn't find it. And I ended up ordering it online. Um, so I love this top, actually. I'm like, I hope it doesn't seem cool to like the British people. But, you know, I, you know how it is when you don't live somewhere anymore, but yeah. like you, you just become even more passionate about it. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm oh, England. Totally agree. <laughs> you know what, Sharon? Yeah. When I moved to um, LA for two years, all I did was talk more mank. I got the most yeah. mank accent because you, you just feel like you don't want to lose yourself, do you? You don't want to yeah. lose the bit of home and people yep. only understand me because of Game of Thrones because that's Northern. So I'd, <laughs> I'd be so mank that they'd be like, whoa, you're so Northern. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I am. But I totally agree. I love your accent. My friends all love your accent, by the way. <gasps> Did they? Uh, one of my friends in particular, Fiona, she's a big fan of the show and she was like, oh, I can listen to Georgie's voice all day. Oh, it's like man. so cute. Yay, shout out to Fiona. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> it absolutely is. She, she's going to love that. Um, but yeah, you know, when when you're not there and you, when you're here, it's kind of like, oh, all right, I'm here. We're all here. Yeah. Uh, but then when you're away, like I had a newfound appreciation for the royal family as well, yeah, like being over yeah. in America and yeah. um, just those things that make us, you know, English, make England what it is. Yeah, what it is. Yeah. Do you know what, actually, as well, what I'm thinking, because I'm looking at your football top, I yeah. have literally been watching football, because, not out of choice, like, not because I want to, but literally... The boyfriend, the boyfriend's dragging you into it. Exactly. And do you know what I found? So, this is quite funny, bless him. Yeah. 
he said to me, like sort of under his breath in a way of like, I really miss watching football with the lads. Like, <laughs> I really miss it. And I was like- Oh, he's clever. Yeah, he's and he, clever, that and one. And I get it. And because you know why? I don't shut up. Like I've got- yeah. So many comments. I commentate on it. I like, I kick off uh, with it. I do. And he's literally like, can you shut up? And I'm like, oh, and I know I should shut <laughs> up because it's a man's game, whatever. Yeah, that's cool. I get it. My comments, <laughs> my comments about the pink strips, like why are they wearing a pink football kit? Like, why is everyone wearing, why? And he's like, it's just football. And I'm like, yeah, but there must be a reason why they're all wearing pink kits. Because, you know, we, we must be- And then be he kisses the goal while you're then, talking to him about- yeah, yeah. There's so many things I should not be talking about and should not be saying. And he's just a bit like, okay, if we watch the football, are you going to have a nap? And I'm like, yeah, okay, I will. I'll have a nap. <laughs> so, I think that's what a lot of men do. They send their, their girlfriends and wives out of the room. Yeah, <laughs> so they I can get focus. it. Yeah, because I don't yeah. shut up. So fair play, I get it. When lockdown's over and he gets to go to matches or whatever, like, great, I can't wait. Yeah, it, exactly. And the thing is, we have our equivalent of that, right? When we're watching our show, you better shut up, right? Yeah. When I'm watching you, you're watching your favorite <gasps> Netflix show. You don't need the running commentary. Yes, <laughs> and exactly. questions about why'd she say that oh yeah you know what it is as well like married at first sight i know i keep going on about it but it is a show and he's obsessed with it now he's tied into it and he does not shut up through it and i'm like can you shut up like why are you talking (laughs) stop stop putting opinions on these women because they're not all like that (laughs) if only like these things came on at the same time so he could be in one room watching his football and you're in the other room watching your reality shows right if only yeah. You know what I've been doing a lot lately um, outside of TV? I don't watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is that I work in television. I just don't watch a lot of TV. But you know the uh, new social media app, uh, Clubhouse, right? So it's been no. around. Oh, what is this? Oh, oh, let me tell you all about it. Yeah. So, so Clubhouse is basically the hot new social media app, right? And it's been out not even a year yet. It came out um, in March originally. And it was a very select group of people that they had on there, um, venture capitalists and all kinds of entrepreneurs and tech guys and that Ooh. sort of thing. And it's basically an audio app, right? So it's like one giant conference call, except you have like different tiers of what's going on. So you've got the people on the quote unquote stage who are the ones talking and moderating, or they've been brought up to answer questions. Yeah. Um, then you've got the next tier, which is the people who the moderators are following. And then you've got the next tier, which is sort of like the general audience. And these rooms get really big and as big as 5,000 is the most that can go in one room. But Elon Musk was on there the other day talking about SpaceX and other things. And he basically almost broke Clubhouse. So there were all these overflow rooms where people are listening in because everyone wanted to hear from Elon Musk. Mark Zuckerberg was on there the other day. All kinds of celebrities are in there. And you never know what the room's going to be about, right? So there are all these different rooms about different topics. It could be anything from real estate investing to how to milk your sugar daddy for money. Like (laughs) they've got like some wild stuff on there. They had one room that was like, why do Brits think they can get away with being rude about Americans? (laughs) And I'm like, what is this about? And I got on there just to hear. And I still, after listening for a few minutes, I didn't understand what the problem was in the first place and I just I just jumped off but there's some really great stuff on there can yeah, you see so them can you physically you see can't. them 
So you, you can't. Your name is in there and you hear them. Yeah. You, you can see their profile picture, right? So you set up a profile. I'm going to send you an invite because you should <gasps> be on there. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, and, and I'll send Charlotte an invite. Maybe we can do like a, we should do our own room. We should do our own loose lips room, right? Yeah. So that would be really fun and have like an audience and all that kind of stuff. That would be so cool. Uh, but you can see them on their profile picture and that's yeah. it. And then if you click on somebody's profile picture uh, with their name, then you can see their whole bio and, and profile. But it's quite interesting. You've got a lot of people on there showing off. So you'll have one person on there saying, yeah, made $6 million in under three and a half minutes. And, you know, oh. people are putting up their net worth and all kinds of stuff. But but you do have some really, really cool. There are a lot of Brits on there as well um, as Americans. And so that's interesting because you'll have these rooms and I'll go in there and I, there are people that I know from the U.S., uh, entertainment industry and then people I know from the UK industry as well yeah, which is cool. so cool to have do you, in one space do you like do you, can people like ask questions like the audience who's oh, watching yeah. oh yeah oh so you ask the question and then like they just and, and can you speak when you ask the question like do they hear yeah. your voice and talk <gasps> so, so, so they do it different ways so some of them just say well DM me and you can't DM a person through the app so you have to DM on Twitter or Instagram they'll let you know which um, but most of them you can raise your hand you click a button and you raise your hand and then they'll bring you up to the stage and you will say your piece, right? So oh. people will hear you. And the way to gain followers on there is really to talk, which I haven't done. Like I've been called up in a couple of situations where I just wasn't ready. So oh. I was called up. Uh, the comedian Kojo called me. I don't know if he's going to hear this, but he's a, a British comedian. He called me up and it was about relationships. And I'm like, I'm not ready for this. I'm not. So you can either accept it or you can say maybe later. So I went for the maybe later. Oh, don't and then, be scared, Sharon. Yeah, I was scared. But I got on the other day for the first time. And you'd be surprised at the conversation. So I got on the other day and it was a room basically about relationship deal breakers, right? Like yeah. what can somebody do uh, to totally, you know, Ruin end their chances? Yeah. <laughs> and this, forget about that part, but there was a woman who got on who was so interesting. And she told us the story about how she, she was in a relationship with a guy, right? But she went away to a music conference, some sort of conference, and there was a guy there who she'd always had a crush on. She'd yeah. always ha had a crush on this guy. And she kept running into him, like, on the plane and then at dinner. And she called her man, right? Apparently they had some sort of agreement, open relationship kind of thing. Oh. Uh, she called her man. She was like, uh, there's this guy here. I just want you to know it might go down. Like, I want to sleep <gasps> with him. So I just want to let you know ahead of time. And we're like, what? And I said, well, what if happens if he starts crying? If he started bawling and said, no, please don't do that. She was like, no, I made up my mind. I'm going to sleep with this guy. <gasps> it is oh happening. Is she incredible? <laughs> like, does she just have the audacity to just pick one up and go you like is she that, <laughs> yeah. is she that great I guess so I don't know I, I didn't know her so my friend was hosting the room but I didn't know most of the people in the room so I just found it absolutely hilarious and so intriguing and then come to find out he had done the same thing to her so he'd <gasps> done it first and then she oh. did it back to him but my thing is isn't it better, like, isn't it more painful the, for the person for you to tell them ahead of time? And now they're there at night, like crying into their pillow, imagining you having this wild and wonderful time with some I guy mean, that you just... To me, yeah, this makes no sense to me. For me, yeah. if, if a guy says to me, look, I'm, I'm going to hook up with this girl just so you know, heads up, I'd be like, 
See you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Exactly. Hey, nah, you're not. No, not yeah, a chance. Yeah. Like, and so why have they got, well, I don't know. Maybe they just want to keep fit together. They want to be together and therefore it's the only way they can stay together. But as well, I would just feel like violated of, you don't like me, obviously. You like this person. Yeah. I mean, she was like, oh, no, it's just physical. I mean, the guys were just flawed. The men in the in the chat, they were just absolutely flawed. But you'll you'll get into these really interesting conversations like mm. that. You never know where it's going to go. And honestly, you never know who's going to turn up. Like there was a conversation uh, not too long ago. This was before a lot of other people start getting on. But Kevin Hart just turned up. He heard there was a room talking about him. Next minute, there he is. He's in there. What are you saying about yeah. the guys? That is so yeah, funny. Exactly. exactly. So oh, it's it's cool. interesting. We'll we'll get on there and we'll do some sort of a, a loose lips thing on uh, it. I think that would be really fun. Totally into it. I'm gonna be on that stage. I will hit everyone with the first listener letter from anonymous. Imagine if people said their full name, like first name and second name. Like imagine what would go down. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would. That I would do. Let's be brave, someone. Okay, so yeah. they wrote in said, "Dear lovely loose lip ladies." Loose lips, ladies. Absolutely love love the podcast with you both. I think that's a kiss. It's getting me through a really hard time right now. Basically, my partner and I broke up recently. It was for all the right reasons, but now it's really hard time to break up with someone, especially as we live together. We have a two bed, so we're taking different beds, but we're still eating together, watching TV together, etc. It's like we're roommates, which feels so odd. How do I get through this weird patch? Why is everyone doing mm. this? this? Everyone's going through the same thing right this now because we had a, another letter like this one. Yeah, yeah. still living together. Ooh. Yeah, but it, but it, there's a lot of that going on right now because people are. I think people are afraid to be alone. You know, yeah. I, I think that's a big part of it. People are afraid to be alone, and you know, you're going to get bored of me saying this, but um, I, I like to operate out of faith and not fear, and I. I can relate to a certain extent, right? Because my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend turned up uh, just before quarantine, um, went down last year, like in March. It was actually on my birthday that he just like emerged. And uh, I was like, oh, this isn't going to be a good idea. But then lockdown happened and it was really handy because he was helping me get all my groceries together. (laughs) It was company. (laughs) He was my grocery guy. (laughs) Sent him out to get tampons. Um, which I did actually, I'm not even kidding, but, oh, uh, it, it was nice to have that, that extra help and someone that you just feel familiar, that familiarity and that comfort with. But then after a certain amount of time, I'm like, all right, this isn't going to work. No. And not only that, I felt really stagnant. I felt trapped. I felt like I can't continue with my life while there's this thing here that's really from the past like this isn't my future I know it's not my future I needed to have my space and I needed to be away from him in order to heal and I I feel like we're going through so much stress as it is just having an ex there is just going to cause you more stress no and also like how do you move on how do you start texting somebody else how do you start what about when you invite a new person around one day when you get together like you, I, you and me are the same. We've said this, haven't we? That you cannot, mm. you have to move on. You have to kind of get rid of, and also, right. So they're still eating together and they're like, they're like roommates, which yeah, I can see it can sort of become a thing. If there's definitely no love or fancy in there, then that's, yeah. that's fine. You can hang out. 
But eventually, when a new person comes in for the other person or for yourself, that person's going to be like, all right. Oh, so, and then you're not going to want to talk yeah. to your ex anymore. You're not going to want to eat food with them like it's okay playing nicey nicey now but the yeah. minute you have a new person on the scene you're gonna go bye and how rude to your ex that you've been yeah. hanging out the laundry with and being nice to and then all of a sudden you're gonna go oh I'm gonna have to ignore you now because I've got this new person involved that I'm gonna yeah. have to give 110 percent in to prove that I like them. Yeah. And honestly, the new person, as soon as he finds out you're living with your ex-boyfriend, he's probably going to be out of there because he doesn't want to deal with that trauma either. You're so like, right. That is so yeah. weird. <laughs> that, doesn't, that just doesn't sound right. And here's the other thing. As much as you might not, this might be completely platonic now. You might not be attracted to him, but it's still going to be painful when you see him with somebody else and it's right there in your face, right? Yeah. Or you're, you know, now he's on the dating websites and now he's like yeah. zooming with his potential dates or bringing them over and maybe they're having sex in the other room and exactly. you, you're hearing it. That's just going to be like, uh. save yourself the, the pain and the trouble. What, what yeah. are you going to do? Pop your head in and go, oh, he likes it like this. Like that's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, imagine uh. what you're going to talk to your friends about. You're going to talk to your friends. Oh, he's got this going on. Is it all your friends are going to be like, please. Oh my God, leave it. I don't want to hear this anymore. Like exactly. we're, so, we're so bored of this. Oh, like it might be fun for a little bit, but actually after a yeah. while you're going to be like, you're going to lose your mates because it's all you're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So, so somebody has to make a move. Yes, it's difficult. But I would say, um, one of you, you know, go stay with your parents, go stay on a friend's couch for a while or spare room or whatever it is, but create yeah. that separation. And I, I feel like, honestly, as easy as it sounds like, oh, well, we're just friends now. and We're like roommates. I feel that that can be a really painful place to be, right? Yeah. Where you see how much the relationship has changed and he's eating next to you and you're looking at him thinking, what happened to us? You know, what about yeah. the days when we would stare into each other's eyes when we had dinner? And that can be really painful just to see the demise of the relationship yeah. or that transition into something completely different. So save yourself the pain and the bother. And I would say um, at least take some time to yeah. be away from each other. And guess what? If you do that, you might realize, oh, he's the one for me. We're supposed yeah. to be together. But you're never going to know if you're in each other's faces. Exactly. Time. So much torment going on there. Yeah, yeah. I don't envy you. Good luck with that. All right. Well, we've got a new story now. Go this is for a good it. One. This one's a great one. The series, It's a Sin. First of all, great name, right? Yeah. It has given all for a record-breaking month. It's pretty incredible, this story. So the series, it follows a, a group of mostly gay friends during the 1980s when the AIDS crisis was going down. So I think it's from 1981 to 1991, that 10 years um, is following this group of friends being impacted by what's going on. Um, with HIV AIDS and it's had uh, 6.5 million views on yeah. all four across all five episodes wow incredible number making it the platform's highest monthly figure but get this so the writer who is Russell T Davies uh, yeah. and he's responsible for Doctor Who bringing back Doctor Who in 2005 he yeah. also did Queer as Folk um, so 
this show was turned down, he says, by ITV, by BBC and Channel 4 as well the first time around. But it just took that one. Yes, right. There was one person at Channel 4 who held on to it, who really believed on in it and pushed it, pushed it, pushed it, pushed it, pushed it through. So I love that story. And I bet ITV and BBC are like beating themselves up now. I bet. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, so, you know, just a little bit more info and then we'll get into it. But years and years singer Ollie Alexander. Um, stars in it we've got uh, the Neil Patrick Harris is in it Stephen Fry is in it as well so Georgie have you have you checked it out have you had a chance to watch I binged it in one day uh, it wow. was incredible I so I would I didn't even I knew who Ollie Alexander was but I yeah. didn't realize that he was that guy so I mm. I watched it as not him being the singer from the band because I think mm. sometimes it could be um you know, you can shine a light on something. Takes them out of character, right? Yeah, and yeah, you can think, yeah. oh, I like it because of this or not. And I, I saw it yeah. because um, not seeing him as the singer, which I loved. And I loved him as an actor. He is brilliant. So good. It was wow. heartbreaking. The end for me. I'm not going to ruin it if people haven't seen it, but. No, it, no, don't. And Jilly, is it Jilly? Is she the, the girl? Is that her name? Jilly? Yeah. So everybody needs a Jilly in their life. Like. Yeah. She is, and do you know this, do you know this fact, this fun fact, that Jilly is a real woman who in real life, and she's played, the, she plays the mum of Jilly. So does that make sense if I describe that correctly? Oh, wait, wait. So the real woman, the woman that the character is based on yes. is the mother of yes. the daughter who plays that. Oh, I love that. So the daughter is playing her mom, essentially. Yes. So she was actually put into the TV show is what I, yeah, can understand. Oh, so that's amazing. Yeah. So she is real, genuine, and she plays her part, a part in it. The, the writer, Russell, he, oh, I just love him. I think he's brilliant. I think he's so, yeah. he's done everything perfectly. It's all the ways brought everyone in. Tell me what you, you, what do you think? So I haven't seen it yet. So it doesn't come out here until oh. February 18th, unfortunately, but I've watched the trailer. And I think that, first of all, it's another one of those stories that just needs to be told. And it hasn't, if it has been told, which it probably has, but it hasn't had the attention and it hasn't yeah. been on a, you know, a, a, a big network. Um, I think the reason it was turned down by the BBC and ITV is because it's such uh, complex subject matter yeah uh and they they were probably uh, sort of afraid to go there but i love that channel four was bold enough to go there uh, at the end of the day uh, so i'm an 80s baby and i yeah vaguely remember the psas that the government put out about aids and there was one of them that was uh, there's only one i remember actually and it was terrifying and I looked it up the other day I looked it up on YouTube because I, I couldn't remember it but when I saw it I was like yeah that was the one and it was a tombstone right and basically the word AIDS is being chiseled into this massive tombstone and then the tombstone uh, falls onto the ground and it was really I remember being really scared when I was a kid watching that but I actually yeah, think that's, do you remember that I think that's featured yeah. I think that's featured in the show I think you will oh okay and, and I think it's quite sad because obviously we are that is our childhood sort of thing and we know older people yeah. parents and friends of parents around that and I think 
it, you, we, we were, were quite nostalgically taken back, I think I was definitely. Yeah. And I think you will be taken back to a childhood time of your parents being around then. And it will sort of, it does get emotional and it gets quite sad because yeah. there's, you know, there's Freddie Mercury sort of is mentioned in it. I think once he's not, it's not about yeah. the star of it. It's literally normal people and what they went through. And it is incredible. And I, when you've watched it, like, yeah. Come back to me because literally yeah. you fall in love with all the characters. It's incredible. It's, you know, as well, it's like one of those things where you, you, you don't know you're born sort of thing. Like there's pandemics in life. And yeah. when you are going through these pandemics, you think the, the troubles and the problems that they went through. And I'm sure that our pandemic that we're going through now in future time for our children and stuff, will go, you don't know you're born. What's interesting is it kind of is very similar to what we've been going through in the sense that uh, I watched the trailer and uh, Ollie Alexander, his character is uh, speaking about uh, HIV AIDS and they're just sort of hearing about it and he feels like it's some sort of conspiracy. It's not real. Mm. And there are a lot of people who were in denial initially, or this is something to harm the gay community or to stop uh, gay men from having sex. And uh, so, so a lot of people didn't believe that this was something that was real and then started seeing it because first they heard it was happening in America and yeah. then it ended up on their own doorstep yeah. and they, it so started true. affecting friends and, yeah. uh, you know, losing friends and dying in just, just awful ways. Um, so I think it speaks to what we're going through now. And this was before social media, right? Yeah. There was misinformation even back then before social media. And uh, look what's happened with this pandemic yeah. with uh, coronavirus. So many people saying, even to this day, friends of my people I know who have lost family members are still in denial saying oh it's not as bad as they're saying oh it's just a, it's just the flu masks don't work well the government is trying to get us in masks so that they can um use facial recognition to track us down that doesn't even make any sense like how is the government it's easier for your face to be covered for people to recognize you or for yeah. the government to recognize you no that doesn't even make any sense so Without getting too deep into that, it just speaks to what's going on in today's times and makes us realize it's not just social media that has kind of brought us to this place of misinformation. Yeah, exactly. People are loving this show, though, by the way. Elton John has been singing its praises yeah. and uh, lots of other celebrities as well. So I can't wait to watch uh, you mentioned that you really fell in love with the characters and that's what Russell Davis <sighs> said he was trying to do. He wants oh, he, you to fall in yeah. love with the characters so that when they're no longer there because someone's passed away from AIDS, you miss them in the same way that he missed his friends because it, it happened to his friends. I can't so wait powerful. for you to watch it. Yeah, oh, exactly. I can't wait. Yeah, 18th is coming out. Get it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A farm in Lancashire, in the UK, where we are, uh, they've made 50 grand. £50,000 by hiring out goats for Zoom chat. (laughs) Okay. Crazy. It started as like a joke, but it's become like a big selling business. So you can book an appearance of goats for your Zoom meetings and calls. And their goats have appeared all over the world. What? What? It's like... It's what's kept their business going during the pandemic because obviously it's just a farm of goats. What else would you be doing (laughs) apart from (laughs) sticking your goat on a Zoom call? But what does this entail? Like, what does this actually? What is as a goat on a on a screen or? Yeah, so it's kind of wild, right? I absolutely love this story because this is a farm that was struggling financially, right? Because they would hire out. Yeah, they'd, they'd hire out the farm or areas of the farm for people to go glamping and oh. stay overnight and to have weddings, etc. And of course, nothing's going on. Ace. So they were trying to figure out how can we make some money, but I'm sure they didn't think they were going to make fifty thousand pounds. No, and that's a lot. That's a, that's that's like seventy thousand dollars. It's a lot of money. And who came and- up with this? Who actually said, "I know." what the zoom call needs a goat yeah <laughs> well apparently it was somebody who works for the farm who was just kind of kidding and then they decided to actually create profiles it was like tinder for do you goats. know what you just did there sharon you just said kidding yeah. do you know what you just said oh, kidding yeah. <laughs> And that wasn't on purpose, but I like that. I like that you caught that, Georgie. So so it's basically like a Tinder for goats and you can swipe and you can, you know, figure out which goat you want on your Zoom call. And they have uh, profile pictures of the goats and they also have a bio of the goats. And let me see, because this is really funny. Um, I wrote this down. So each goat, right, has their own personality and look, and you can select the one that takes your fancy. Okay. So you've got Lola, who's described as a problem head butter. So she can solve anything. Uh, You've got Lisa, who's more zen. Sebastian, who has velvet ears, is said to have a genuine interest in whatever you have to say. At least somebody does. Uh, And there's a goat named Lulu who seems sharp i'm not sure how she seems sharp but she seems sharp and get this so there's another one called mary right because of the religious context of the name uh, apparently she's booked back to back she's booked and busy 15 
pastors or <gasps> vicars uh, a week every Sunday book her so Mary is booked back to back to back to back on these zoom Sunday services so I love it and what does the goat do the goat's just there so what's really entertaining is some of these people some of these workers are booking a goat right yeah. and the boss doesn't even know about it so the boss gets on the zoom like what what in the hell like <laughs> are you guys seeing what I'm seeing they're pretending like no what do you mean we're not seeing anything it's just us <laughs> there's like there's just an added staff member the goat like you just yeah with a name (laughs) in the payroll like the name the mary the goat that is awesome 100 percent. i love this i wish we'd put a goat on this (laughs) this is i know i wish we had a goat as well like this is this is the stuff that's going to spice up our zooms and i i want to see a zoom zebra zoom zebra oh yeah like the zoom right right because you've got the alliteration yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that would be great. But these um these goats, uh, it's apparently kidding season. I think they call it. Actually, speaking of kidding, oh, where brilliant. the goats are giving birth, so there have been live births going on on Zoom, oh, like in the background. That's much. That is much. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for a goat just sat there chewing its own shirt, but a, a little Billy goat in the background giving birth. Oh, I'm not about that. I imagined, I imagined the goat wearing a shirt for the Zoom. That's what I imagined. It'd be dressed. That would be cute. I'm just like, how are they doing it? Because I cannot, I literally can't get either one of my cats to sit down and sit still for one second for a selfie. And these goats are on Zoom the whole time throughout (laughs) the whole boring meeting. (laughs) Genius. So... Good on good on that farmer for for making that happen. But I love it, and they charge five pounds per goat. By the way, it's a oh. fiver. So to make fifty thousand pounds, that's like that's a lot. That's like ten thousand. Uh, ten thousand people. Is my maths right? Right. Yeah, yeah. it's ten thousand um, people, and they're from all over the the US, Australia, France. Uh, these goats are in demand. Yes, worldwide. It's so cute. I I like it. I like the story a lot. Ace. Good for them. Thumbs that's up. the thing. The pandemic is about getting creative, and and that's the thing. We've all got it in us. Like, get creative and and find other ways to to do things. Whatever it is, whether Agree. it's socializing, whether it's business, whether it's love, whatever it is. Okay, so we've got listener letter number two. But this one's from Leah. All right, and she says, "Dear my absolute work." Queens with the W. I like that. Queens. Queens. I love your work advice. Mine for today. Uh, when do you know it's time to leave a job? Is it when you get too comfortable, when you're unhappy, when you want a change, or all of the above? All of the above. All of them. If you know, you know. If you're asking the question, I think you know. Yeah, exactly. I think that, okay, maybe not always the comfortable thing, because I think you can be comfortable, but still challenged right yeah. and you really want to be challenged in the workplace you can right? still and enjoy your job can't you like um, yeah and know what you're doing yeah I think there's room to be comfortable and in, enjoy your job there are different levels of comfort but if you're miserable then that's definitely a, a sure sign yeah. if you're unhappy right I think as you well, spend too much time at work exactly yeah. it's like a most of your life and you should enjoy what you do yeah. and also I think yeah. sometimes if you see yourself changing as a person if you're getting yeah. like snappy or a bit ratty or a bit like you know you go yeah. home and you're like exhausted because you're not happy with your day I feel like we've got yeah. we're so lucky as humans that we've got options to learn skills and do things and achieve situations and therefore you should yeah. love your job really 
if you can help yeah. it. And if you've got the opportunity yeah. to change your job, if you can, like, I think if you go to it and you don't get that job or don't love it, you've never failed. You've not, it's not failing if you change your job. Not at all. Mm. Yeah, not not at all. Yeah, you don't want to look at it as a failure because you you leave a job. I've I've had quite a few jobs, but but you're right, Georgie. And I think that it is a, a an incredible place to be where you get paid to do what you love, right? And you and I are both really, really, really lucky in that sense. And I know not everyone's lucky enough, but I think everyone has the ability to get there, yeah. right? Uh, you just have to figure out what it is that you're passionate about, what kind of jobs, what kind of things you could do within that industry. Absolutely. Uh, and then just go for it, you know, and just just work towards it. But Perhaps you're miserable because of some of the people that you work around. I get that because even working in the field that I truly love, there was one network I worked for and I was miserable. Yeah. I mean, the, the main reason I was miserable is because they would dumb down my stories and I would get all this breaking news and they wouldn't use the good stuff. It's straight from the horse's mouth, right? Mm. Straight from the celebrity. They just told me something really great. It's breaking news. And then they'd use the softball questions, which were the, and how are you? How's the weather out there? Not literally, but you know what I mean? Like the softball questions and then all the good stuff that people really want to hear about. They wouldn't use any of that stuff because they were constantly petrified about celebrities getting upset. And it's like, well, first of all, this is news. And secondly, they told me themselves. So what are you talking about? Um, but I was absolutely miserable with that job because of that situation. And I, I gave it a, enough time. Um, I got what I could out of it. I also put my all into it as well because I always do that wherever yeah. I go, yeah. even if I don't like it. But I knew it was sooner or later it was going to be time to leave. And at a certain point I left and I was much happier um, after that. And I have been ever, ever since. So yeah, if you're unhappy definitely want to go um and yeah like you said you know if you want to change don't look at it as oh you know I'm I'm a failure mm. now because I couldn't make it work no you just want something different life is short so. yeah and it is a huge step so don't be scared and we totally yeah. appreciate that it's a big thing to do yeah we do we do but we know you can do it and we would love to see you Leah in a position um that you're just really really loving and you can write us another letter let us know how it's going ace well, thank you guys for listening to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter and Georgie Porter. Bonus episode coming on Friday, of course, extra lippy. We'll be back on Tuesday next week. Subscribe, rate and review because we want to hear from you guys. Just email in at looselips at createproductions.com. Yep. And also on social media at the Missy Porter at Sharon Carpenter. And we will see you very soon. Yay. 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 <laughs> 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.